Hey everyone, it's Laura Molitor here again with another Divine Purpose Insights podcast. I'm your host of this weekly program and Divine Purpose coach and spiritual activist. You can find out more about me and what I do at beingfreenow.com. You can subscribe to this podcast and please feel free to share if you like what you hear. Where there is no vision, the people perish, but he that keepeth the law, happy is he. That's Proverbs 29, verse 18. This verse came to me recently as I was reading a letter from many years ago from a spiritual mentor of mine to his students. In essence, he was alerting us to the fact that difficult times require angels, that in fact, what is being attacked in disturbing times is spiritual vision. So if we feel that things are chaotic and confused and dark and depressing, gloomy and doomy, is the answer to come at those suggestions about life with a sense of fear, resignation, anger, depression? No, what's needed is the very thing that's often under fire. The spiritual perspective, the powerful hope for and belief in something beyond what the eyes are telling us, what opinions are reporting, even what the very scientific predictions and analysis would tell us. We need to be ready for and awake to angels to a voice and a thought and an innovative way of looking at things that sees something new, bright, and healing. If we don't have this vision, we perish as a people. We lose our soul individually and as a race because we've lost sight of the truth and believed a lie and acted in accord with the sentence that it is passed on us and on mankind. But this proverb tells us if we keep the law, we are happy. If having no vision kills us, then keeping the law must be the opposite of that. What makes us happy is having this spiritual vision, staying devoted to God's law of life and love in spite of the array of seemingly reasonable fears and doubts and diagnoses for each one of us, for mankind, and for our glorious planet. We can each agree to be spiritual visionaries. We can remember that we don't have to create angels, those gifts of insight and healing inspiration. They are God's messengers, already available to visionary eyes, ready to reveal what is right and good. All we have to do is to agree to see things in a fresh new way. We need to stop letting our vision, our spiritual inspiration, our holy and brilliant wisdom be obscured by the prophets of doom that tell us there's nothing we can do but wait for our demise and live each day with that cloud over our heads, unhappy, uncertain, without true hope, and without utilizing our higher potential to be who we're made to be, visionaries of peace and progress and joy and healing, light and love. A visionary is defined as a person with original ideas about what the future will or could be like. Being a spiritual visionary means we perceive a future, what is possible, by also in the moment being ready to hear this enlightenment and to believe what we hear. Why do we believe it? Because we trust the source. We trust the angels of God to be showing us a better way, revealing the brighter day. Jesus was the ultimate spiritual visionary. He knew and quoted the prophets, the spiritual visionaries who preceded him and who declared their vision of a Christ to be fulfilled, 
which were in his life and words and works. He recognized and legitimized the angel messages of the Old Testament and brought a New Testament, a new testimony of God's grace in the moment of his own coming. And he spoke of the kingdom of heaven that he saw with his spiritual vision, his conscious communing with God, and told the world of things to come. Jesus' spiritual vision opened the way for more visionaries to follow, his disciples and Paul and many others to follow throughout the centuries. Likewise, the innovations that have advanced individuals and society over the years haven't come from those who towed the party line of fear and limit, but those who have felt the powerful angel that came to them with a new idea, a different way of looking at things, and who pursued these without giving up. Not because they're stubborn or egotistically wanting some idea to be the next big thing. No, the truest of visionaries, whether they were theologians or inventors or leaders, scientists and artists, they doggedly pursued their ideas, the angels that came to them, because they simply couldn't let go of the idea that this was a better way, a truth to be seen more clearly that there were possibilities for life beyond what was known before. And they saw that it was vital that the world awake to the new vision and live better, more expansively, more joyously because of it. We do seem to be at a place of growing paranoia and conflict. We've tried many things to quell the fear and discord, and I'm sure we'll try many more because we really do in our hearts want peace and progress as a people. But what if we stopped building our future based on the scenarios of material science and human theories about life and instead protected and defended spiritual vision by trusting it, utilizing it, living in accord with it? It has worked to change the world before, and it seems to me we need less discourses of despair and just to make more space for angels. Here are a couple more translations of that Proverbs verse, that's chapter 29, verse 18, that I quoted at the beginning. And these verses, these translations provide more food for thought, I think. This is from the Message Bible. If people can't see what God is doing, they stumble all over themselves. But when they attend to what he reveals, they are most blessed. And this is from the voice translation. Where there is no vision from God, the people run wild. But those who adhere to God's instruction know genuine happiness. Genuine happiness sounds like a really great motivator to open our eyes to God's view, his way. It's a great motivator to hear and heed angels, to do our best to be spiritual visionaries for our own lives and our wonderful and worthy world as well. Well, that's our show for today. If you have any questions or comments or want to talk more, please don't hesitate to contact me at lauramolitor at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening. Have a wonderful weekend.